0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the True North Racing Podcast. I am your host, John Morrison. This week on the podcast, we have a young man who races the 44 bone stock or pure stock at Sunset Speedway. It is Jonathan Vey. Uh, before we jump into our interview, I want to thank Jonathan for coming on. It was a great talking to him about about uh, his 2020 season. He's still a rookie because we didn't actually have a full season because of COVID, so he is still a rookie in the pure stock slash bone stock um, class. Uh, we hope you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, as much as I did, man. It was this is a little longer one. This one's gonna be sitting around an hour and a half or so. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. He we talked about racing. We talked about mental health. We talked about him on TikTok, and uh, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. Uh, once again, um, make sure you guys hit that like subscribe, share button on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. And as well, you guys can also subscribe and uh, subscribe and leave a review on Spotify, Apple, and Google podcasts. Um, make sure you guys do those. I want to hear your feedback. All right. You guys are what helped me keep doing this week after week. Um, so before we jump into our this week's episode with Jonathan Vay, let's hear a little bit about uh, Jomo Media. So sit back, relax, and let's go racing. All right, everyone, just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, Jomo Media Promotions. Jomo Media provides race-ready promotions to bring you and your team to the next level. We provide weekly updates as well, as providing off-season, mid-season, end-of-year riders for your team. On top of the write ups, we have photo and video opportunities as well. For more information, contact us at jomopromos at gmail.com. That's j o m o promos at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and follow us at
1: jomo media. All
0: right, guys, tonight we have Jonathan Vay with us. John, how you doing?
1: Good, man, pretty good. Just uh, enjoying the night. Got a few things from on the race car, and uh, just looking forward to 2021, and yeah.
0: Nice. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, started racing uh, back in 2019. I bought the car, had got it, put a whole new cage into it, started racing this year with this whole COVID thing. I raced five times, uh, three top tens, one top five. Uh, Ran Flamborough for the first time with no prep, no book, nothing. Basically just went out there and uh, raced. uh, Finished P7 in the B main and then, uh, yeah, missed the show by one spot. Other than that, yeah, just a simple guy working. uh, Paying for the uh, race car bills myself. Uh, No big budget, no big race team support. Got a few good sponsors, but uh, other than that, it's all out of my own pockets, so I jumped into the best division to get into racing, which is the uh, bone stock, pure stock. Um, so hopefully with the friends I got, I can move up to either main stock, or my goal is to go late mall racing one day, so gotta strive for that.
0: That's good. So uh, how old are you anyways?
1: I'm 23 years old. Okay, so, so you're not... still
0: a young guy. You still got lots of time to have a a career and move your way up the ladder. So. Yep you that that's good um so whereabouts are you
1: whereabouts do you hail from so uh, i was born in new market uh divorced parents moved around a bunch uh i grew up at the truck when i was three so i've been around uh mossport barry uh sunset so uh right now i'm living in innisfil which my home track is uh right down the road at uh yep. the speedway so
0: oh that's all right then you can't go wrong with being just down the road from a track
1: <laughs> can't go wrong there so uh yeah this year we had to drive to mount forest to varney for yep. my first few races and i'm like Man, i can't wait to go to sunset down the road <laughs> five minutes you know like i booked my k frame and my, my axle at uh varney i'm like fuck gotta somehow get it into the trailer and then get home so
0: yeah but, yeah uh, that's that's of fun and then you decided to come all the way to Flamborough when we started hosting events down our way. Uh, yep. What kind of, well, obviously since racing wasn't really going on at sunset. So did that kind of like help you? It's like, man, I want to get the track. I want to get track time. So you're we like, all right, we're just going to go to Flamborough.
1: Yeah. So the biggest thing for me this year was getting seat time. Um, getting more comfortable with a, a new car. Trying to figure out, you know, what all these guys who, like, there's a lot of th- great guys in the uh, division where you know the little four cylinders but they make them go so uh, the 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 biggest thing for me was seat time and I'm like man the two-hour trip is worth it you know I'd rather have you know five races I got five in instead of going into sunset trying to go for you know competitive and try to be up front with no races at all so I was like man it's worth it uh obviously no pay no fans but uh, at the end of the day the best thing for any new driver is getting seat time because the more you drive the more comfortable you are the faster you'll get the more risk you'll take and you'll learn about your car about how you drive so basically yeah the first five races for me were pretty key and then at the end of the day it's all up to you right so Yep. I managed to get pretty good finishes. My first time out, I finished eleventh and then ninth. And then the next week back at Varney, I finished eighth and then fifth. And so, you can never God. go
0: wrong with top tens <clears> or knocking on the door top tens in your rookie year.
1: Rookie year, uh at Varney because everyone went there, there's I believe yep. eighteen cars max. Nine I think we had nineteen one time. Yep. And when you're doing like a you know, a heat race, and then, you know, you're doing a 25, 20-lap feature. I knew what cars I'd be faster than just by practice. So in your head, you can kind of go, okay, like, I have to get to this spot to fight up front. So, you know, a few on-track instances, which is racing ordeals. I got back to, you know, outside of top 10, Yeah, the goal, okay, caution comes out, we're all stacked up, let's go. We got 10 laps to go, where do I want to finish? Yeah. So the goal was, I had no expectations, which made how I finished that much better. So to get that first top 10, I'm like, wow. The following week, top 10, I'm like, okay. And then the third week there, top five, um, my buddy Colton Everingham and my other buddy, Jeff LaFlamme. They got into it. I was running six. Got back to 11th, up to six. Last lap, going to the checkered flag. They kind of bumped and whatever. Jeff spun out. I came down. First top five. It is what it is. I'll take it, you know. Yep. But, uh, so, yeah, it was pretty, uh pretty good deal to get pretty good finishes for my rookie year and can't yep. go wrong there. And It's a stepping stone to improve on for next year. A lot of guys – who are in the division, has reached out to me who either have Sunfires, Cavaliers, or Cobalts. They're all pretty similar cars. So, uh, one guy that helped me out a bunch is uh, Matt Boyce. and um, So, he's a pretty top-running guy. So, for him to reach out and give me some pointers, that actually helped. And have made me a better driver. Same with Colton. Every single week, we're on the car working on it. His program, my program. I'm like the little quote-unquote towards the late model that he, he has now. But, uh, yeah. you know, he wants to see me do good. And for him to help me get those top 10s, top 5. And, uh, yeah. You hey, can't go wrong with that. And since he didn't race all that much this year,
0: he he could help you out a little bit more, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, so he actually ran um,
0: Billy Zardo's yeah.
1: um, old Pierstock. stock. Okay. So, it was the old um, RXX 48 that Billy had years ago. It's ran uh, sunset a few times. So I don't remember for, that at all. Uh, for shits and giggles, Colton it, raced the bone stock. He was like, man, I'm racing next to Colton now. Let's go. So, it was kind of like a push me, but that guy can wheel a freaking uh, golf cart. Yeah. You know, so for him to push me and give me a few nudges and – Pushed me to be a better driver, it definitely helped him you know for a four cylinder like he drove the wheels off that thing, and he was up with getting top fives and yeah at the end of the day, some of these bone stock guys know the gray areas pretty damn well, so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, man, like I don't know how I'm not uh you know getting these checkered flags here, but uh so him being off definitely helped me out because. The five times I was out, I managed to get top tens and then one top five. So and then hit Flamborough for the first time. Pretty flat track. Uh, I heard about it. It's a pretty popular track with all the guys. So my bucket list, if I can't do sunset, I at least gotta go to Flamborough. Yep. So I made a trip out to Flamborough. Uh yeah, no prep book, no uh setup rules, nothing I should go off of, just a few conversations with a few of the guys and just drove it. So, uh, I ended up losing the clutch all day, so I had to get bump started, which is like a, you know, you drive two two hours to Flamborough yeah. just to have no clutch. And it was my uh slave cylinder, so that's internal. So, yeah, we sat there for a half an hour bleeding it. I got it back to the point where you can just put your foot all the way down and it's. It's there, so a little push, you're, you're going. But uh, when you come to stop, it just always out, right? So uh, yeah. yeah. Other than that, it just started in gear. Again, it's like I learned on the fly. Brand new track, brand new driver. I was seventh fastest in practice. I managed to get two top sevens. So I missed the A main by one spot. Yep. To be honest, I was mere driving, which uh, Colton said. So. Last lap, I was running in the sixth. I mere drove. I missed the corner, so I, I went low, came out high, and then the car behind me saw that, went under me, and then it was gone from there. But it's something I'll learn off of for next time I'm out. But
0: As long as you keep learning, that's all that matters.
1: That's all that matters, learning and uh, getting better and see yep. time. So, uh, so now for –
0: Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, you're going to kind of jump here. So, you started off at Varney uh, at the beginning of the year. What, yep. what was it like going from Varney, which is, you know, short track, really high banked, really, really tight three and four corner where that wall will like jump out and bite you yep. to a tight, tight flat track such as Flamborough? Like, what, it, those tracks are almost night and day. Like, how, how, what was the transition like for there?
1: Uh basically all I was told was uh you know at Varney you got more spring rubbers in the right side yep. to <clears throat> help you turn better and that turn four wall does come out. I've been about an inch and a half off of it. Um I was just told buy bigger tires, um don't break as much, try to apex the corner nice at Flamborough But they're two completely different corners. So one and two is different than three and four. So basically with – I got better my third week out of Varney. So I'm running the track for three weeks now. I got the feel of it. To jump into Flamborough, all I knew, there's more room for forgiveness at Flamborough than at a small ring. Yeah. So – if you go off the uh turn one ramp at varney you're in the concrete mounds. yeah it, 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 it's not dirt or gravel <laughs> it's concrete like yeah. mounds. yeah with no wall so yeah. you're going up a ramp with flamborough my biggest thing was not riding the wall because if yep. you get too tight your uh right front will definitely climb that wall pretty damn easy so uh, the biggest adjustment I had to make was my tires, uh, got, I believe 215, 65R or something like that. And at Barney, I was running like 185s, 200, 205 on the right side, something like that. So it was a bigger tire. Um, the RPMs were there. It was, I did pretty good, uh, in practice. So, you know, a couple of tire pressure adjustments, uh, Few more uh, shock rubbers, and besides what I can learn in the first practice, I didn't really have a game plan. This is go in, learn as fast as I can, and see where I stack up. So, again, it was in practice is a good time to see where you are compared to the top three guys.
0: So yeah, I was so, top 10. So, going forward, then next year, obviously 2021, you should be complete, com- sorry, competing full time at Sunset do you feel like you'd be stacked up pretty good there compared to like, if you're competing well with guys at Flamborough and Varney should be competing for top fives on a regular basis there, or do you think something else?
1: Yeah. So the thing is, is uh, I've been around sunset all my life. I actually used to work there for uh, shits and giggles doing cleanup for, yep. uh, last year. So I saw the top running guys, uh, racing, also helping on like Colton super stock program. I was always at the track every single weekend. So you kind of see, uh, like Phil Givens, my boys, you see the top running cars who come to sunset, who frequent yep. sunset. So my biggest thing for 2021 is be consistent, improve my program and, my goal is to go for Rookie of the Year. That's my mindset. So I have to be consistent. I'm going to have to win the race, but the highest I can place and the more I can be consistent and improve, and hopefully at sunset, which is a very hard track on cars, avoid on-track drama. Yeah. Because at the past that sunset, you know, guys – you know, they don't really care about wrecking their equipment because daddy pays for it, or they pay for it, but their driving style is, oh, he bought me, I'll, I'll wreck his car. Yeah. You know? So being a cleanup guy, like I watched, you know, this guy or that guy or whoever. Um, so the biggest thing for me for next season is just race my own race. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, The goal is to be consistent and try to be mid-pack, top fives, top tens. That's my mindset. So if I could be pushing my boys down the back stretch for a win, you know, then if I'm fast enough to be there, I would definitely be there. I would definitely make the move, you know, definitely push him to be better. Because at the end of the day, this is a division for growing to get better to move up into the better higher ranking cars right so yeah for me to go into a super stock or a late model, i have to learn to one just drive a bone stock for sure and (laughs) uh learn all these different tracks all these different tracks have different setups different ways to drive them different you know, apexes you have to do and yep. about learning. It's, it's, it's a huge learning curve, but uh, I think me and the guys in the shop here, we're really looking forward to next season at sunset being at sunset week in week out. My first time will be a test day. So I got a few test days scheduled for the springtime. Yep. No one there private session. I'm going to basically go see the cars. Got I got a backup card in case, that's on on the DL, but
0: uh, <laughs> well, we'll be on the DL when this comes out. So
1: no worries. Ho- hopefully, they all know about it. Uh, but if stuff does go south, uh, yeah, I got a backup car uh, from a pretty good guy. So my goal is to yeah go out and practice if the car's got. It, see what kind of a I have to make to the car, but. In a sense, it'll be like Varney, except Varney's a lot smaller. Now, for banking, for cornering, I actually had Colton go uh, in my car. My car turns really well. Yeah. So, I bought it from a guy who raced at Flamborough. So, it was a Flamborough car. So, I knew I would be decent at Flamborough. So, for Colton to tell me this car turns on a bank track, my expectations for Sunset is to be mid-pack or okay. better. So the car's is at least – it's a top-10 car for sure. I should be competing up front. Um, now, again, just got to be a better driver, learn more, and see time.
0: Yeah. That's good. So now we're going to uh, – wow, can't speak tonight. <laughs> we're going to take it back a little bit. So you said you've been going to the track since you were three.
1: Yeah, what was so, your first race like that you can um, like
0: obviously going back to three hard to remember, but kind yeah, of give it- so
1: I have a few photos behind me of uh, me in an old thunder car okay. um, my dad used to race thunder cars back in the day with uh, uh dust and dad. they used okay. to race together um, also at Mossport and Barry, My dad raced and then. My mom's ex-partner, her whole family used to race. Um, so I've been around the track since I was a little kid, you know, like walking in the pits, not just like in the grandstands, you know, yep. S- being in the race shop on, on a Tuesday night before school. Um, again, when Colton started racing a couple of years ago, like, well, oh, 10 years ago yeah. now, um, you know, I saw his program develop and, a big inspiration for me is him. Like it's for it's been a great friendship, uh brothership and you know, I've helped him with his uh racing program and for him to step up this year and help me with mine's been unbelievable. But uh I believe my first race was Mossport. I was I think I was four years old. Uh don't recall the names. <laughs> but I uh, know, I believe, Jason Bam Bam Woody, he was in it. I was a little guy. Um, my dad's friend, Mark Zucchini, he's an old, like, Thunder car driver well yep. back in the day. Um, so I remember watching them racing and, uh, yeah, being at the track with my little Hot Wheels, watching the cars <laughs> go around, thinking, hey, one day I'll I'll, I'll probably do that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, and look at you now. Now you got a pure stock. You, you, to me, you're a multi-car team because you already have a backup car. And yeah. I don't know many pure stock guys who already have a backup car ready to go.
1: Yeah, like again, like it comes down to like, with racing, it's who you know, right? Um yep. If you get an opportunity, you better freaking take it because they don't come around often. No, you're um, absolutely right. So, it works out that uh I'm storing the car and I'm like, hey man, like Um, I might need like a backup car, like blah, 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 do got worked out. Um, he might race it a couple of times. Other than that, worst case Ontario, if I need a backup car, it's there, it's here, it's being worked on updated. So in case I do get into some issues, uh, that are bigger than, Hey, you broke an axle. Yeah. Like if it's something bigger than that, where the car's junk, I have that backup card to keep my points because to me being consistent is, you know, no DNFs, yep. no miss races. Um, basically I'll know my schedule come next year. Hopefully COVID pending. It's going to be like yep. a Flamborough where there's, you know, there's just the crew guys or is there a fans. Um I'll know how many races I have and I'm going to do everything in my power to make every single race and to finish every single race so I can contend for Rookie of the Year. I know there's a couple new people, not sure how many rookies there are, but, uh, I know I should be up there contending for it. So that's the mindset going into 2021. So.
0: Like you said, consistency will be key as it typically yep. is on track. Especially, like, there's no chase format in short track racing. There's no playoff system. It's nope. you got to race all year long. And whatever you end up with is whatever you end up with. But if you can be consistent, running top 10 consistently, being that guy by one, two spots, or being close to him, in, even in, in uh, uh, if he finishes ahead of you, closest you could be to him to keep that point gap close is your best bet. So yeah, yep. I, I don't blame you. Um, so we're going to go, yeah, geez, I can, I cannot talk tonight. I can't believe this. So, um, yeah, so we're going to jump ahead here. Uh, so we talked about your, you, you had a great year, watched you, uh, the times I've been in the track cause I'm with the, uh, the Canadian vintage modified. So I'm, <laughs> I've been with them. So I've seen yep. y'all race, uh, um, I watched you race. You had one of the better looking cars out there. I will agree to that. Um, but how come you picked on, how come you landed on 44 to race?
1: Uh, so back in my high school years playing football, my uh, number was 44. Okay. Um, that's basically about it. Um, you know, I was debating on changing it uh, this year to my best friend's number 67 yep i did the paint scheme instead um i already had the uh, number registered so i was like okay like i'll use 44 it's a good number you don't see many 44s and i'm like no football number it looks amazing on the car seems like uh what 11 or you know 33 or if there's those typical numbers that people use 10 and 40 Colton's 40 18 and 9 and I was like, okay, I did pretty good in football with 44. Let's go uh, with racing. It's it looks good on the merch on the car. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did a little paint scheme change before Varney and uh, put the stickers on. I'm like, it pops. So
0: yeah, I I will admit to that because like I, I like you said, for you you've had 44 since high school was always your number. I I can attest to that as well because in well well before high school i was a big fan of uh, roy holiday i was a baseball yep. player when i was a lot younger so <laughs> my when i uh changed my number from 25 to 32 because i was a big fan of carlos delgado so i was like all right 25 then 32 and then you know 32 kind of stuck and once i got to high school i couldn't really pick a number so i was like all right 32 or nine whatever shirt would fit me yep because i went to a tech school that didn't have a football team or anything so all the shirts were already prepared. So I was like, all right, whatever fits, whatever hit fits. So (laughs) those have been my two numbers. So it's, uh, I I do understand the whole, the whole concept behind that. Not really knowing why, but that it it works. It works.
1: Yeah. It it just works. And uh, it looks good on the car, on the merch. Uh, It's simple. You know, it's not like, Oh, like I love Chase Elliott. So like I'll copy him and go nine. It's kind of like, Hey, the thing is, is, want to stand out yep. but uh, in your own way so I could have either copied a bunch of the other guys and go with the typical numbers or I could have went with what I know which is 44 and yep. it sounds good looks good on cars and the merch and um, so far I have pretty good luck with it so I don't think I would change it but uh, I know you don't see them so there's no oh, like this guy might take it I'm like yeah, okay, exactly like, Hey Carol, yeah, 44 this year. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um you briefly mentioned there uh you you did your pain scheme in support of a friend, correct? Yep. So, uh this year we lost a mini stock driver, Melissa Bullen. And uh it it, it sucks to hear. You don't ever want to hear something like that. Um when I when I heard about it, I I I couldn't believe it. It was uh heartbreaking for me. Never met her. Uh, knew her family though and it that tore apart the racing community a little bit um yep. tell uh so you guys were friends and uh tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah so she was one of my best friends uh you know more so recently than years but i've known her for a couple of years um so to jump ahead quickly um you know this whole COVID thing and uh mental health is huge for a lot of people and the people you don't expect to go through stuff are mainly the people who are going through stuff. And, you know, she had a very good poker face. Um, you know, it's something that I also deal with as well, where, like, you know how you feel inside, but you don't want to be a burden to your friends. So you don't really say much. Um, yep. You don't want to, you know, ruin the mood or, or whatnot, but, um yeah the last year of our friendship was uh best friends hanging out talking um the reason why my car was the way it was is uh you know we built that car she helped build that car with me like the body work and whatnot yeah um phil and josh this year have helped me and effortlessly endlessly um you know with my k-frame my slave cylinder anything I need help with, um, they always helped out, uh, never asked for a dime. Um, so it was one of those friendships where, you know, if she needed to talk to someone, she would randomly come to my house. You know, we would go for lunch, go watch the race, uh, talk, you know, help her through some personal stuff. And it was, um, tip for tat, right. Back yep. and forth, always there for each other talking about racing, talking about life, talking about this and that. And the thing is, is, you know, you don't think, you know, it's greater than what people make it out to be, you know? Yep. Uh, Cause again, not a lot of people like to open up nowadays. And with the world we live in, you know, there's a couple Karens out there that uh, think if you're asking for help, Oh, you want attention or you're just trying to get some uh, social likes. And, you know, at the end of the day, you never know what someone goes through. And there's a couple instances uh, before her passing where it was very out in the open that people did not care to say hurtful things to people. And, you know, no matter what this girl is going through or what someone's going through, you should never put them down and never you know, go out of your way to see them upset, or make them feel upset, or, you know, push them to that limit, because, you know, they could be on the edge, and that windstorm could easily push them off, and for a lot of people, including myself, who, you know, you struggle with certain stuff in your personal life, and,
0: you
1: know, I have pretty bad anxiety, so it's, you know, and depression from obviously i've lost a lot of friends growing up and you know losing someone that close to you that you know it was like a brother sister relationship um you know i was with her the day before you know she was at my house uh they moved to the new house i was one of a few people who were allowed there and you know to get the start of this COVID thing, you know, like you still try to hang out, but it was with a select couple people. Yeah. And, you know, she was one of those people where no matter what time it was, no matter what I was doing, you know, if she needed me, I was there. And if if I needed her, she was there. Otherwise doing funny TikToks, <laughs> um, watching girl shows, like she would come over and do her homework and I watched the race. <laughs> you know, um it was just one of those friendships where it was effortless and uh yeah. one of those friendships I can honestly say I might not have again
0: ever. Yeah.
1: And um shortly after her passing, like a week after her passing, um I got a tattoo in her uh memory and I asked Josh for permission to do like a retro paint scheme and uh he allowed it. And so my car was a completely different color paint scheme, everything. And, you know, I've had, I have stuff at my house that uh she left here and I have those physical things to remember her by, but you know, I wanted her to be right there. Shotgun, you know, yeah. every lap and my first race, when I finished top 10, my very first race, uh going home it it was like she was there with me
0: yeah you
1: know because I know no matter where she's at right now she's doing what she loves she's, she's at a racetrack or on the beach watching racing right now yeah and I I knew she was uh there with me for my first top 10 and no matter what, she'll always be by my side and now it's about you know focusing on mental health and helping people and You know, my phone's always open to anyone who needs to talk, needs to vent um, if they need to, because at the end of the day, you're not alone and there's always someone with a similar story. There's no competition on like, oh, is it, you know, more than this person or, you know, at the end of the day, there's people out there who have it a lot worse, but that doesn't mean you should take it any less.
0: Yeah. Right. So, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yes. So, um, just trying to, yeah, um, basically this season, um, has just been like in her honor. And, you know, again, going back to being a small team, um, you know, I may have been around racing like my entire life, but being around it, and doing it is two different things yep so you know knowing setup or knowing how to change a slave cylinder or pull pull motor at midnight for eight o'clock next morning you know without the help um from these amazing people it my first year could have been a different way um if i was doing it strictly by myself it would be a different story i think and So the people you have in your corner definitely help. And they're amazing people. Um, You know, they they were always there, willing to help out, talk, and improve my program. Yeah. Uh, It was never, oh, my program's this, so I I can't help out. The thing is, is drivers want to see other drivers do good. Like, you know, I'm sure the top running guys, they want to be pushed. You know, they want to have... Those side by side races. If you're side by side racing in Bone Stock, you'll be a pretty damn good driver as soon as you move up the ranks. Yeah. You know, because being side by side in a Bone Stock to a late model, there's a lot of respect, a lot of give, a lot of take. But you all have one goal, and that's to win a race. Yeah. And you could be best friends, you could be friends off the track, but on the track, you're someone I have to beat. Yep. And if you beat me, cheers to you, you know? So Uh,
0: that's, that's, that's a good mentality to go through and, uh, and to touch back with that mental health thing. um, I, I completely agree with you. If same thing as you to anyone who's listening, if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to uh, my, I, I, my, uh, my Instagram, my Facebook page is always open as well. Uh, Jomo media. Uh, you can also, uh, where can we reach you? If people want to reach out to you,
1: uh, either North boys, TV, uh, Bay motor sports, uh, 44, um, Snapchat, Facebook, um, same thing. Bay Motorsports sports 44 or Jonathan Bay on Facebook. Um, yeah, always a text away, call away. Yep. Even if it's, you know, two in the morning, because for me personally, my darkest thoughts come at the latest of times, you know? Absolutely. And I know a lot of my friends who also struggle with their mental health. It's the same story. You know, one minute you're fine. The next minute you're having an anxiety attack and you're up till four in the morning thinking what's wrong with yourself, you know? And if you had that one friend or that one person or a random person that you that you can call and vent to you know they could help you and you don't even know it yeah you know and if you just have a little bit of faith and you open up and you keep fighting and you let them into your life and say hey i'm going through some stuff any warm hearted person will gladly open up their phone open up their ears And they will gladly sit down and talk to you because nobody should go through the pain that a lot of us go through when losing close friends or family members or, you know, anybody to any kind of serious thing, you know, um, like right now in 2020 mental health, especially with COVID, you know, your lives are changing. Uh, you can't go meet your friend for a cocktail you can't go to the beach or or go do this and that, right? Like the stuff that us millennials and stuff like to do with (laughs) our friends, you know, when you're trapped in your head and you're trapped in your mind and you're also trapped in your house. Yep. Like to an extent, obviously if you're to work or whatnot, but when you feel trapped and you're physically trapped, you know, it's about finding a way to survive the day. Yeah. And the greatest blessing is if you wake up tomorrow morning. You could have a shit day, a bad day, you're going through a lot, your boss is mad at you, this and that. Doesn't matter what you're going through, you can always get through it. And yep. if you wake up tomorrow morning, it's a blessing. Because a lot of people who gave up, they don't have that chance. Yeah. You know, and So my biggest thing is just preaching out if anybody out there needs to talk to someone, there is numbers, there is websites, there is faculties that will gladly help you, but I get talking to a stranger isn't what everyone wants to do. So if you can find that one person where you can be yourself, be honest and you have a solid friend group around you, those friends will help you and they, will get you the help that you need. And it could be a conversation. It could be this, it could be that, but at the end of the day, you're not alone. And if you ever need to talk to anybody that I know, my, uh, phone is always open. Uh, same as yours. I yep. know a few people in my friend group, uh, it's the same thing. You know, uh, we don't want to lose any more people, whether you're a stranger or not. Um, A lot of people look at race car drivers as, you know, we're top salon, We're unapproachable and we're not a normal human for whatever reason, all the stereotypes, but we're a human being like everyone else. We have emotions. We have feelings. uh, We go through some serious stuff. And uh, no matter how my day has been, I will always answer the phone call to anyone if they need my help. So I, I preach on that. And next season, I'll definitely be doing uh, something with awareness for mental health and either stick on the car, give away um, donation to a charity, something that I can talk to like my guys with and say, Hey, like, what do you want to do uh, for this upcoming season? My sponsors too. I have amazing sponsors who backed me a hundred percent with uh, getting donations and making a donation to a charity. Um, so without getting the details out there right now, there is stuff in the works for this year um, that I will announce probably the end of the year, because this whole year will be a nice uh, way to improve the pot yep. and uh, give a a charitable donation to a, in my opinion, a very serious cause and a cause we need to worry about we need to look into further because it's not just one or two people um, a lot of people go through the exact same thing, so yeah very very tough subject uh, gets into you know some memories and whatnot, but at the end yeah. of the day we gotta focus on making that um i don't know how to properly say this like to not lose any more people to not use very we got to be there for each other yeah
0: yeah we got to lean on one another we can't be just like uh like like you said unapproachable like no one ever should be unapproachable to someone who is probably reaching out for help who may be on that last string and is looking for you to help never be that person because then like because you never know what's going to happen next i'd rather make sure my friends are here tomorrow than show up a week later to their funeral like i'm that. i know i'm that friend that my friends can call me doesn't matter the time i I had a good friend was a good friend at the time. Is actually my girlfriend now. She called me at two o'clock in the morning uh, one day, and she was puking, and she thought she was gonna die. And it, I had to talk to her. I, I bolted up from my sleep, and we talked it. We talked about it, and uh, it was a scary situation. I I probably shouldn't be saying that, but it. it she she. I know she battles for mental health, and it, you know what? It's same thing. I. I I want her here tomorrow and for the future, and then yep. to see her six feet under, you know, of course, so i I, I totally get where you're coming from. Um, you know if you ever do any events or anything like that I, I'd like to help out in any way possible, so uh let me know if you're doing any events or fundraising, I will make sure to share help out wherever I can to of course
1: to help I appreciate because it's a
0: it's a great cause it is. Um so <laughs> it's weird to say we're going to going to go from a depressing subject to uh yeah yeah to no, to I'm more sorry. about beat subject here if that's <laughs> all right with you. Yeah. Um cuz I'm sure we could probably talk for hours about about mental health and what it means to each, of course, each of one course. of us. Um so obviously we're in our off season you're preparing for 2021. What yep. does your car look like right now? Is it complete? Is it a part um, of what are we looking at right now with a car rebuild?
1: Okay, so basically Uh, putting a whole new dash into it. We got my slave cylinder done. Um, Basically putting on some newer parts, uh, a newer starter, more uh, like new axles, uh, CV shafts. So so right now it's sitting with no doors on it. Uh, Looks pretty rough right now because the paint's (laughs) off of it. Yep basically yeah as soon as uh colton's finished doing his late model build yep um i get to steal him away to do a four-cylinder build and we're going to make my body work a lot nicer than it was last season with the gray areas of course like it has to still be stock appearing which kind of sucks but it it is what it is that's pure
0: stock for you right
1: that's pure stock but uh Other than that, yeah, like it's, I got my uh, fuel cell taken out. Got to put that back in. Uh, it's fully enclosed. Fix up some uh, dents in the fenders. Get new fenders. Got new bumpers for it. Uh, just like the like TLC part of race yep. cars. And then I am getting it. Uh, so once the body's done, uh, getting it wrapped in from Ultramaberry. Uh, Berry. Great guys! Um,
0: do you already man. have a uh, scheme paint uh, figured out for next year already?
1: I got two right now, so okay. I might do a poll on my Instagram Those like, are fun. Of, I like to let the fans and like my friends help out and see what one they think because it is a pleasing to them yeah. and they feel like they helped out with it. But right now I'm down to two. Okay and uh yeah talk to altrima berry they're in to do either one um it would again be it might be in the running for best appearing uh bone stock if i do the one so but it doesn't matter how the car looks uh that does not win races but uh Definitely want to do something with the car. I do have a little special thing planned for the passenger side window. So, yeah. Okay. We got uh, the two paint schemes picked out. Do a little draw on probably Instagram and go from there. But uh, so pretty mediocre off season. uh, Getting both the cars ready and whatnot. Still learning the whole off season thing to be honest. <laughs> um,
0: I' Not going to lie. I, one thing I always look forward to, I used to crew for a couple cars as well. Um, one of the things I actually always looked forward to was the teardown portion of the off season. Yep. Only because that meant destruction.
1: Yeah, you know, so it,
0: <laughs> that's the fun part.
1: If you, uh, if the viewers go on my Instagram uh, on either one of them, because I, I put the racing on both, Yep. Um, you can see, you know, the car on the track, and then a couple of weeks later, it's torn apart. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing with how I bought the car from a guy in Flamborough won't name names by any means, because at the end of the day, avoid the drama there. But yeah, uh, it had an all square tube cage. Okay. So completely illegal. Yeah. I'm not sure how it passed Flamborough tech, but who who knows? So I had to. Got it completely. Uh, rebuild the cage. I had um, our tech guy at Sunset, Ben Dennis. He helped me out a h- huge ton uh, this past off season, getting me ready for this season. Okay, man, like, how can I build the cage up? Like, what's the best way to do it? He came by, helped me out, uh, basically, like, pre-teched it. Uh, yeah. Go to Flamborough, pass tech, blah, blah, blah. Um, Other than that, like it's a bone stock, but you can kind of treat it like a mini stock in a sense of if you want to have like a nice dash or if you want the nice body lines or body work, you know, um, Colton's uh, attitude is is it's a bone stock. So uh, it's not a Lamborghini. (laughs) So uh, I mean, he's not wrong. It's not wrong at all when you're dealing with uh, all-star or five-star bodies, nice Camaros. It's, when yeah. it's just piece by piece, it looks what it is. Uh, this is like, uh, it's, it's a Cavalier, but it's a race car. You know? It's a yeah. race car, but it's Cavalier.
0: <laughs> like, the, not going to um, lie, the way I always looked at it was pure stock, which is a glorified um, derby car.
1: Yeah. Like, That's it's, per-
0: like, it doesn't have to look pretty, but as long as it wins, it doesn't yeah, matter what it looks and like.
1: Nowadays um you know i stay off of the facebook posts like i'm obviously on the pages and whatnot but yeah i uh i keep my mouth shut when it comes to this stuff about you know like at the end of the day if you want to spend you know six thousand dollars on a bone stock to be up front do it yeah um you know i know what i have into my car and that's just the rebuilding and maintaining and new parts and so i know where i'm at i don't like my car is almost to the point of a mini stock minus uh all four race rims front end rear hoop and additional door bars if i did that to my car and fixed the cage entirely to make it one i could make it a mini stock which there is a few guys who ran Flamborough, who I believe there's Sunfires and Cavaliers who run Maystock. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't like there's posts about, you know, how much you spend. And at the end of the day, I'm in a pocket like myself. Um, I can't go to mommy. Um, I can't destroy a car. And then next week it's, uh, brand new in the shop. So I don't really care about that. Uh, You know, it's my beginner car. It's going to help me learn. And then I'll invest my money properly into my next car, which to be determined might be a super stock or maybe a main stock or who knows, but, uh, yeah. So
0: are we looking at a five-year plan to get into super stock or kind of where are we sitting with this?
1: Um, so the, biggest things i've talked to a couple of the guys with uh you know everyone's entitled to their opinion my opinion on it is very similar to a few of my friends to be competitive in mini stock especially in a mustang yep you're ballpark you're around eight grand ten grand into the motor yeah getting it done or entirely um car and motor but you know for a couple more thousand bucks you could get a nice fairly decent used super stock um yeah. you know 602 from Megmaster. uh don't quote me on it i believe it's what 55 6 yeah it's, it's, I, not I,
0: the, it's not badly priced to begin
1: with right so it's like okay if i can you know find a decent super stock that's still and at that point you would be more of a field filler yeah but you're getting those laps in a bigger car you're learning to a bigger car and then yep it's if you look at like real estate you're, you're investing into yourself so yep. you put money into your program to get a, a bigger car you make that car as best as you can as fast as you can yep uh you improve that car you learn and again you could have an opportunity where some guy wants to let you race a late model and then your toes are wet in a late model yep okay i can go from you know it's 602 to a 604 i can move up Uh, you're going from you know pennies to dollars here you know and especially from a bone stock to go up to that there's you'd be delusional to go from a bone stock to a late model there has to be that progression you're absolutely correct so my mindset with colton and tyler hahn that we all talked it's you want to progress in the right division that's best for you so if you can find those deals find them yeah you know, because they will pop up. Now, pre-COVID, yeah, most of the time, you find a very cheap car after Arm Colors.
0: Or right? even add on Colors. You could probably or, be swinging some deals.
1: And you take that car from the track. Yeah, the exactly. Alcohol, you get that car, how they brought it. That's the best way, personally, of yep. what I've been told to buy a race car is, you know, it's just. There's no water on the bridge. You know that car is off the track, how they had it.
0: There's no,
1: no, you know, it's racing. So, you know, but. uh, There's no trickery stuff in. in, Yeah. yeah. You know, newer parts, older parts, you know, you think you're getting whatever. But. Yeah. Those cars come up pretty cheap. Yeah. Because people have stuff lined up with sponsors where they can go brand new. Exactly. Um, a good friend of mine is uh, getting a brand new ride through McCall.
0: Are you speaking about
1: Danny Benedict there? Body Danny Benedict, right? Yeah. right? Great opportunity. They make oh, 100% amazing race cars. He's yep. a very talented driver. Yep. And it's. Who just so, so happened to have bad luck in 2020. Right. So your progression, and they've, they've seen that. Hey. But give him a chance. But uh, my phone's about to die, so I'll, I'll take you off the headphones. If that's okay. okay with you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hello. Yeah, we're still good. Perfect. I think it was earlier too when I said I think I need you had to have headphones in. I think it was just because my volume was down on my uh, on my computer. <laughs> A little bit later, I was like, "Oh, I can hear him just fine after I tear you up a little bit."
1: Yeah, if you want to put your volume up a little bit more. You yeah, can... yeah.
0: Oh, it's good. It's it's a good level now. All right, perfect. Um, but no, like Danny getting a shot to go drive a McCall House car, we already saw what those cars could do because both uh, Joe Lawrence and Pete Shepard were both driving McCall House cars, if I'm not mistaken, in the APC series. And Joe Lawrence went out and won it. Like, I, I, man, you can't go wrong with with going into a, a right. program you such as that. Can't go wrong
1: there. It's a great deal for him, and yep. I hope twenty twenty one can give him some uh, good luck there with that new car. So,
0: man, I hope so too. And then you got uh, White Motorsports there jumping in as well. Uh, hopefully, getting someone into a a house late model there as well. So that would be that would be interesting to see as well. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, like you, you, like you said, it's all about the progression. You got to progress in the right way. Like I have a, I had a buddy who I started help, uh, who I helped out with. Uh, oh, since 2016, I left him in 2019. Um, oh, 20, end of 2018 there. Um, he jumped, he did he never raced an, uh, a stock car. Went out and bought a late model or sorry, not late, not late, not late, model, super stock. Uh, took it to Flamborough, Uh, did a couple things, wrecked it, took it back. Uh, it was a, a shit show, and uh, uh, then we ended up going out and buying uh, Chris House's old Super Stock. Yeah, uh, the driver of the '55 late model. Now we went. Man, that car was badass. Like I love that car, but he didn't jump into a beginner class to start. He jumped straight into Super rear wheel drive, and. Uh, that's not how you progress at all. That's how you regress in a sense of in, yeah. in regards to racing.
1: Um, I guess we we can turn it around to. Uh, I know my buddy Colton Everingham. He jumped right into a super stock. Yep. Um, you know, and it's kind of one of those things where, like, he's a big guy, so yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny to see him get into a small four cylinder or into my card but he jumped into a super stock and it worked for him now yeah. it might not work for everyone else but the best thing to do if you're getting into racing especially if you're on a budget is to go into the pure stock division it's yep. a starter class it's fairly cheap you can start racing for as little like again depends on what you want to spend 1500 bucks not including your safety gear so maybe three three ish grand four grand yeah roughly to you know get to the track get seat time practice and you know if you're a good driver people will see that and you'll get more opportunities and you'll want to improve on yourself and you'll want to move up you'll want a faster car you'll want to be with the big guys Yep. And when, when it comes to racing, like one thing I've learned from especially Colton is you have to pay to play. You know, you need to have good parts, new parts. You can't be using, you know, old. Like I got a pretty good sponsor but uh, from Cookstein Auto, but I don't put used parts, uh, important parts. Yeah, you know, yeah, like rims and whatever it's a bone stock rims or rims
0: go to the scrap as long, long as take them they're not bent or what, not they're
1: good to go so
0: yeah um so for anyone who doesn't know what a bone stock is it, or a pure stock it's pretty much a car that is just a, a that was a street legal car and yep. they gutted it they put a bolt-in roll cage for the most part put a bolt-in roll cage do very minimal work to it and throw a seat in. And let's go racing. It's it's nothing fancy, it's nothing uh extravagant, such as a late model, NASCAR car, or anything like that. It is legit a car you can see on the road one day, on on the track the next. And uh it 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 it, it gives us some of the best racing on track.
1: Yeah, and you know, the at Flamborough uh we had uh 30 i think 34 I, I could be wrong 34 bone stocks and now they're all over ontario but because of covid yep i know at sunset uh, it's a it's one of the highest growing divisions in ontario um the car counts are always up yep. um at all the
0: out uh, all the, the tracks. tracks
1: yeah yeah um sunset it's 15 cars or more um weekend week week out you know and then yeah a couple of the a few cars wax the field but other than that it's you know how bone stock is is you're pretty similar to the guy next to you depending on your obviously motor sizes 2.2 2 .2, 2 liter 1.6 1.8 whatever it is as long as it's a four-cylinder, you're pretty similar, and the rules are made so it's a pretty fair division. So yeah, it comes down to more driver skill than your car.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely correct so, there.
1: Uh, basically, you yeah you go off the road, take a car off the road, you got it, put a cage into it, uh, you buy your equipment, your helmet, your hans and your suit, and you're you're going racing. So yeah. And
0: like like what like we said, it it gives us some of the best racing around, especially when you get fifteen to twenty of those guys at Sunset or Flamborough, Varney. Uh oh, man, do they run them out of Peterborough? Yeah, they do run them out of Peterborough as well.
1: Um, I've or, been there, but uh, yeah. I haven't raced there yet. I did hear it's a it's a tough track on cars.
0: I I hear that as well. I've yet to make so, my way out there. Um, I've I've been uh, asked a couple times to go for autumn colors. Just things came up, so I never went. But uh, I hope maybe three to four years down the road here, I'll be able to uh, get out there for a thanks, for a Thanksgiving weekend out there. Um, but yeah, like it's it's it. That turn one, I hear that turn one at Peterborough is tough. Um, So, you know what? We're going to jump into our fan question period now uh, where our fans are going to have submitted questions for us and you got the chance to answer them. You okay with that?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to uh, try to put the headphones back in. Uh, Phone's at 12. So, yeah, should be okay (laughs) just to do it for – I can hear you better a little bit.
0: Yeah. We'll wait till you get the headphones in here.
1: Yeah, I was just uh, waiting for you to call. I'm like, oh, I should probably put my phone on the charger. And I totally
0: got <laughs> <so>. it. <laughs> um, so our first question of the day comes from Cameron Thompson underscore 28, who actually was a previous guest here on on the program. Um, he says, have you been watching the flag man at Flambro? At Flambro? At Flambro. He's the flag man at Flambro. Um. So he, he's just busting your balls on this. I know this because I already messaged him about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, he, but yeah, he's uh he he flagged a a lot of the events you were in at Flamborough this year. Oh. So. Oh,
1: Flamborough or Varney. Flamborough. Cause I raced once at Flamborough, but three times at Varney. Is it Dale?
0: No, no. Uh, Cameron Thompson.
1: Cameron Thompson. Okay. Um, I got, I may have, uh, seen Flamborough, but uh, yeah, no, uh, it
0: was at Flamborough.
1: I know one of them was mad at me cause I kept not being in my lane, trying to figure out the line for practice. But yeah, other than that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: our next question comes to us from Steve Murdoch, uh, who actually was just a, re- a little while guest here go on, on the program. Uh, how do you feel about the big price gap from here stock to mini stock racing?
1: Um, so my car in general, uh, I'm almost as I've said before, I'm almost a mini stock. Like I have a uh, fuel fuel cell, fully ca- like fully boxed in fuel cell, uh, additional kill switch, minus a front and rear hoop with door bars and i have one right front race rim besides that like i'm not too far off so the thing is with bone stock going to mini stock if you're using the same cart besides the extra i'll uh, b- ballpark here five hundred dollars in bars and rims yeah it, you're it's not a huge jump now if i'm going from my cavalier to a mustang then you're getting into like a bona fide bone yeah. stock or mini stock because it's a bigger jump putting you know all all together four grand three grand you're now into seven eights for a car turnkey or as a roller so yeah. plus a even a nice used motor, is probably a couple grand. So, for me, it's it wouldn't be a big jump. But I know for a lot of other guys who are going from like a Sunfire or an Integra to a Mini Stock, unless you're got the funding, like it's not a big jump. But if you're doing it like me, as I'm all out of pocket. Uh, my investment it would be a little bit of a jump but again like my biggest quote is invest in yourself so if i want to get somewhere with racing i need to go up either to mini stock or to super stock so either way you'll have to make that huge jump but once you're there you're there to play so
0: yeah uh our third question comes to us from your buddy cole neverham yeah who's your biggest inspiration in racing?
1: Uh, again, um, I said this before, my biggest inspiration would be Colton. You know, I've known him all my life. Uh, again, we can probably talk for hours about the stories and whatnot, but, um, the past couple years, especially with some serious events that we talked about that have gone on, you know, he's been there day in, day out. Uh, he's helped me with my car effortlessly taking time out of his program to help me inspiring me to be better, pushing me to be better. And with certain people in your corner who they're pushing you to be better and they want to see you succeed in a sport that it does take its toll out on your equipment, on yourself. Like, Hey, like, am I good enough? Or like the car keeps breaking. I have bad luck. Boo hoo. That's racing, you know? And um, to watch him be successful and, uh, he just got ranked 13th out of 30 ish cars of the best super drivers in Ontario. Um, you know, he's won a lot of races. I've helped on his crew, um, helped put a motor in a couple years ago at velocity. We were up till, I think 1:30 in the morning, putting in a motor, um, I'm a bigger set boy. So I was the one on top of the crane on top of the motor jumping on it to get it (laughs) attached to to the, the training and drive shaft. But yeah, watching him be successful and, you know, seeing the work that he puts in, um, you can only follow suit and you can only want to be the same and work the same. And the work ethic is there where if you put in the work, you'll get results and yeah. this year was a review of that where we did so much work in the off season, so much work in the week where it was all new to me you know like the whole shop thing and you know putting in work and like you know having nights in the shop where you're out there till two in the morning trying to get a few bolts in or you know trying yeah. to finish the car off and and then once you're in the car shopped in it's go time yep And all that hard work, all those hours, it pays off for itself. And, you know, every day, like, you know, he texts me, hits me up and, you know, talks about ways I can do better stuff. He's seen him driving my car was huge because, you know, I a super stock champion driving my little four cylinder saying this car can turn. This car is fast you got you got a good piece underneath you drive better don't be a you know yep and drive it and i did those couple of things and i still have a a lot to improve on of course as a lot of drivers do you know it's not overnight success uh but uh with him behind me, I'll definitely have a pretty good campaign in 2021. And with him racing uh, pro late and or APC, there'll be nights where he he'll probably help out me in the pits, and he'll be pushing me to try to get that uh, top five in points. Maybe go for the uh, rookie of the year, which I'm hoping for uh, to work towards. So, yeah. Great guy, love him to death. Uh, definitely is someone you want in your corner to uh, back you up yeah. going forward. Yeah, it definitely seems like that.
0: Um, we want to thank all our fans for submitting in the questions. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to hear our fans uh, of the show, uh, and of and of course our guests of the week to submit them and get them answered by uh, 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 Jonathan tonight. So we want to thank all our fans for doing that for us. Um so kind of going forward here, uh, one thing I've noticed is you're big on social media. You not even just like Facebook or Instagram. You're like, like, I don't want to like, you're big on TikTok as well. Like you, you post the goofy stuff. You post some racing stuff. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Talk to us about that (laughs) a little
1: bit. So, you know, at the end of the day, everything could be turned back to marketing. Um, you know, I have, I've had people from the States order merch because they've seen a video of me at the track and like, hey, like, like, I love racing down south or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, I've sent some hats down south. And, you know, social media right now is like the biggest platform that you can be on. And especially with racing, it's a great interaction tool. Um, yeah. to interact with fans from all over the world. Like, yes, you have your local fans, your family, your friends, who see you every day. But there's people out there who may see you at the track, and you know they want to know more. They'll follow you. They'll, you know, they'll ask you questions. Yeah, I get DMs all the time. You know, I, I do my videos on, on the racing and some goofy stuff that goes viral, and you know it's mostly about like, how do I get into racing? That's the yeah. best question I always get. And, you know, it, it comes back to what we talked about. It's, you know, you take like, from my division down step. I'm pretty sure they're four funds or banger division. I'm pretty sure that's what's what, what called. Yeah. Um, it's any four cylinder car taken off the road, blah, 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 go racing. Um, so for anyone looking to get into racing, it can view your page or I have guys and companies hit me up all the time saying like, hey, like we love your videos or we, we love your posts. And so social media for me is, is, is that escape platform where, you know, you can have fun and not take yourself so seriously. And, you know, you can, if I can make someone laugh who lives hours away or in a different country, For that matter, uh, it makes me feel good. You know, I have pretty thick skin. Um, Yep. You know, the typical saying, like, hate motivates. Uh, It honestly does. You know, like, people see it. Like, even Colton, like, he makes fun of me. He roasts me all the time (laughs) for being on TikTok. And then he goes and gets TikTok. Yeah. You you know, and um, a video of me and him went semi-viral, you know. And he's like, oh, like holy crap man like and then I, I had one uh not too long ago go like forty-eight thousand, and i got noticed Jeez. out in public and i'm like well <laughs> you know, hey it, nothing wrong with that right and the goal with racing too is um i wanted to start it this year but i couldn't because obviously covid and yeah. the restrictions of filming at the track and letting people know how many people are there um, I will be starting a YouTube channel with my racing. and kind of like Hunt the Front. Yeah. If you watch. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I watch them every post and I'm like, man, <laughs> I know, you know, like Kendra, a good friend of mine, Kendra Adams, she yep. did the Rogers thing. I'm like, it's yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. But I would love to do like a Hunt the Front, like, obviously not copy them, but in a sense, you are because you're filming yep. racing ins and outs and, but, again, it's the stuff that people want to see. It's the yeah. stuff that people might not want to ask. But if they, can, if they find your video, they'll be like, hey, man, it's pretty good content. Like, I'm, I'm interested. They'll watch your videos. They'll subscribe. They'll, they'll buy your merch. And yep. anyone who is low budget for the proper term in racing, the merch sales help a lot with your racing program. because without that and without your sponsors a lot of people are out of pocket unless they have those big cash sponsorships that they got from whoever or with help from their family but definitely being on social media it's just it's the new wave and if you're not you're definitely missing out because it's a great way to interact with tons of fans and uh, your fans or your followers can watch your progression as you progress. Yeah, and they'll they'll stay tuned and they'll be up to date with uh your everyday life and the people who had follow they want to see more about you they want to know more about you, um you know. Plug this in here. <laughs> but uh yeah so being a jokester on tiktok has its perks i guess when it comes to making people laugh but you know back in the day you know it was like people knew who was racing now you can post about it and some guy from texas will yeah. find your video and be like hey man like i want to get racing so or like hunt the front you have guys up here who watch hunt the front and they're down yeah. south watching dirt late models Yep. You know, there's information being told There's, you know It's basically like me and my friends It'll be me and my friends You know, in the race shop Getting ready on a Saturday morning Going to the track At the track, ups and downs The whole bit And I'll post it And I'll get the feedback And I'll get to hear What people think and say about the content and you know if they have ideas and my biggest thing is the interaction yeah. um if you do what like i had this one on uh tiktok where if i can get to over 1k followers on tiktok which i'm close to um i'll put everyone's name small somewhere on my car now it could be like i'll probably put it on the skirt you know yep. very small marker writing whatever it is but yeah yep that is like you're giving them something for yep. following you, you know? Absolutely. And people constantly like your videos and they'll stay because you're not just like, oh, yeah, like, I don't care about you, but like, follow me, you know? Yeah. It's more, I appreciate all my followers. And with racing, you can only go up, you know? The yep. more people who will hear your podcast and, they'll want to listen more you'll get bigger and you'll grow and you'll progress and soon you'll be a vip at every single track around ontario because of someone listening to your podcast right exactly you have to start to get somewhere
0: yeah exactly and i and like man i started jomo media back in may area may june and uh you know, I, I decided I was like, man, I'm like, you know, what 2020, I'm not gonna let anything bad happen this year. I want to make something good I already started getting uh, doing the media stuff for the CBM. and kind of going on with the hunt, the front idea with like doing the uh, on track video. Not gonna lie, man, because with 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 uh uh as a perk to being like even a driver that works with Jomo Media, is that uh, one race weekend I will come out to you guys start when when your day starts that's when i start filming i will put in car cameras i got you know i got i got some gopros i'm gonna use and get that footage because like and then post it to my youtube channel and i'm thinking of you doing that for the cvms as well doing a whole race day thing from from when i leave my house to to the to Flamborough because obviously with the cvms that's where we run and i kind of want to help and the same thing edit the videos put them out there on on um uh on on, on the cvm youtube channel and because the more people that we get to come to the track or the ones who don't get to see the cars like i find the biggest question i get from working with the cvms is where the hell do y'all find these cars <laughs> because there's are they're, they're they're from the they're pre 49 yeah 1949 and they're so they're very like,
1: old cars and
0: you're exactly the only thing the only thing that's anything really new on the car is from the roof down from from that windowsill right. down that's other than that it's those cars are the exact same looking cars from 1949 1933 like we ha, like we ha, like none of those cars are are also fabricated roofs we have one we haven't built the car yet for that uh, but i think we are with uh, uh, uh mike westwood Mike Westwood's going to build a car, I believe, and he's going to use the, the, the roof that they made as the the first uh, tester for it. But other than that, all the other cars, they're all original hoods. Or roofs, sorry, roofs. Yep. So, like, the more people who get to go out there and actually check out these cars, the better. Um, I know something we're working on with the CVMs, and I'll even let you know, because this is no secret, is uh, we're looking to put together some barbecues and stuff like that and we were looking to invite some uh, pure stocks and mini stock guys. It'd be on a Sunday afternoon or something like that. Uh, man, if you come out, that'd be awesome. Cause I know like uh, a guy like yourself, same thing. You want to get that exposure. You want to get out there. The more people that see your car, ask those questions. It, it, it would help out a lot. So uh, like I said, like it's a, uh, like he, you and i have the same ideas with going and trying to help out get people i'm trying to figure out my tiktok situation trying to trying to get better yeah. at, at doing tiktoks i'm i'm a big supporter of you every time a video crosses me crosses my uh, for you page no matter what i'm instantly double clicking that that screen sending giving you a like uh uh i'd say about 95% of the time i'm watching the full video but if i don't have time for it, i just quickly double click and slide up and <laughs> Make sure you get that support. Make sure you know you're getting that love, even from uh, 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 from everyone who, who who's out there. Um, man, I want to thank you for for doing this. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna. you we let you let you get no, going? Here.
1: Man, uh, I definitely appreciate you uh, having me on board, and I look forward to working with you come uh, this season for sure. Definitely another podcast or maybe a at track interview. Yep, um, for sure. Can definitely uh, talk about that for sure.
0: Um, before we let you go, is there anyone you want to thank? Any sponsors? Any? Any? Anyone you want to thank?
1: Uh yeah. So um, I got to thank uh, Buffalo Wild Wings of Barry, uh, Mountain School Markets of Barry, Caveville uh, Auto, um, RPM Race Parts, uh, Gorilla Gaming, um, DSM Installations uh, yeah, Colton, uh, Josh, Phil, um, my girlfriend, Abby, uh, basically everyone, I'm probably forgetting a few, but uh, <laughs> everyone who's helped me out this year. Um, and going forward, a lot of people are going to be helping me out at the track. Because, again, um, you know, it's easier to do it with a team, you know. And uh, I don't have a, a huge team, but uh, I know – I got a few things lined up for next year where I'll be working with a couple great people, uh, fellow competitors, and uh, yeah, I can't thank them enough because it definitely helps out my program. And yeah, I'll look forward to next season to try to go for being consistent, rookie of the year, of course, uh, and you know maybe more top fives, maybe maybe a podium. But, uh,
0: yeah. All right, man. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. It, it has been a pleasure talking to you. We hope you enjoy the rest of your night. All right, bud? All right, man. Thank you. Take care. All right, man. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Try, All right, you guys. That was driving the number 44, Bone Stock slash Pure Stock. That was Jonathan Vay. We want to thank Jonathan for taking the time out of his day to uh, sit down and chat with us. I hope you guys, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did, man. It was a lot of fun chatting with him man was he a good guy um i hope to get up to sunset like i said in the interview uh in 2021 to uh check him out um all right guys just before we wrap up here if you guys have listened this far thank you first off for listening second of all we are going to be doing a giveaway that is correct we are going to be we are going to be doing a jomo media giveaway your task if you choose to accept it Is to like the original post on Facebook. Comment done and share it. When you guys have done all three. Your name will be entered into a draw to win a Jomo Media t-shirt. We have them up now. The link will be in on the. uh, The link for for the shirts for any of the Jomo Media gear you guys want. Uh, will be in on the Facebook page. So check us out, Jomo Media Promotions, on Facebook. And you guys will find a link to our uh, store. This is actually breaking news. I just broke some news and you guys didn't even know it. We now are selling merchandise. Jomo Media merchandise. Jomo Media merchandise. Sorry. Uh, thanks to Epic Racer for setting us up. Um. So yeah, the link will be in. The com or in the uh, on the uh, on the post on Facebook. So again, to enter for your chance to win a Jomo Media T-shirt shipped to you, will be to like, share, and comment done on the original post on Facebook. Do that, and by um, January, let me make sure my date is correct here. By January 24th, that is the Sunday, that is this Sunday, you guys, we will announce a winner on the 25th, so the uh, on January 24th at, at uh, 11.59 p.m., the entries will close. On the Monday, we will announce who wins the t-shirt, so make sure you guys get in on that. Uh. If you guys want your own Jomo Media swag, again, link for the sh- link for the store will be on the uh on the pa- on the post on Facebook. Uh so once again, I want to thank Jonathan for coming on. It was a lot of fun chatting with him. Uh, like I said earlier, um oh, man. I guess until next week, which we will have Jomo Media Driver. That is right. Not only do I do this podcast, not only do I do some other things as well, dabble in a few things. I'm also in the promotion side for drivers. So this is actually going to be one of my second driver. First one was uh, Logan Dillon. My first interview was Logan Dillon. This one, Ryan Houston, mini stock driver out of Leamington, Ontario. So check him out next week. Uh, Yeah. Until then, you guys, my name is John Morrison, and for Jomo Media and Promotions, this is the True North Racing Podcast. Thank you, and see you all next week.